welcome to Sales Pipeline Radio, the only show that helps you build your own powerful sales pipeline through social selling, content marketing, and more. With your host, Matt Hines from Hines Marketing. Hey, Matt. How are we doing today? I'm good. Well, every time you call, you have somebody in an exotic location. Where are they? Who you got today, and where are they calling from? Well, if you're calling, I, I, I believe Conrad Bayer, our, our guest today, is actually calling the same place I am generally, which is rainy overcast uh foggy seattle washington oh wow yeah Con- conrad are you you're, you're you're calling in seattle today or at least in bellevue right that's right yeah sunny uh sunny bellevue it's so sunny, I'm, sunny? About yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm downtown seattle I'm, I'm, I'm live uh on location doing this call from the uh the columbia tower club downtown seattle and um you know even 75 floors above ground it is it looks pretty terrible out there but um i'm glad you got sunny and sun on the other side of the lake <laughs> just kidding. It's it's raining like crazy over here. Awesome. Well, at least at least we can commiserate on it. Uh, so so yeah, yeah, we've got we've got a great guest today, uh, Conrad Bayer, who who is the uh, CEO founder of Tellwise, a fantastic sales enablement uh, sales productivity tool. Uh, we're gonna get this chance to talk to talk to Conrad in a little bit. You know, this is this is episode number three now. Uh, I think for Sales Pipeline Radio, we've had a couple of great guests already. We already actually now have guests booked for every show up until I believe March. Uh, the, feed, the feedback from the show has been fantastic. Uh, we've got some great momentum from our guests and from our content. Uh, we are featuring, you know, we've got people such as Joanne Black, uh, who is a referral selling expert. She'll be on the show in January. We've got Megan Eisenberg, who is the CEO, excuse me, the CMO of MongoDB and is really a pioneer in marketing technology and helping sales and marketing teams work together. So really, really excited about what we have coming up. I think, um, you know, let's get right to it, Conrad. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Maybe give a little bit of background on you, um, kind of your your background, and, and give people a little elevator pitch of uh, you know what uh, what Tellwise is all about. Sounds good. Thanks, Matt, and thanks so much for having me part of the show. I'm super excited about that. Yeah, as you mentioned, I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Tellwise. Um, we're focused really on innovating the actual communication channel between buyers and sellers. How do we make um, the the actual interaction more personalized, faster, better. And the way we've done that is essentially reinvent email. We've, we've added instant messaging, phone, um, and live presentation directly into the email experience, and that just means that you can get things done a whole lot faster. So we're, we're thrilled to be here today to talk about, you know, the industry in general and how we, we see the buyer evolving, and uh, there's a whole lot going on in the sales ecosystem, and it's uh, always exciting to get to talk about it. So let's talk a little bit about why this tool is so important. And I think, you know, the salespeople are inundated with tools and technology and sort of new shiny widgets. Uh, and it can be hard to sort of discern like, which are important, which are needed, and which is just more noise. Uh, you know, you and I were talking the other day about the whole issue of sales productivity. And sometimes the little things that keep sales reps from being more productive, being more successful, um, just, just when it comes to how they are executing on their communication. Can you talk a little bit about that? Right, that's a key point. You're you're absolutely right. There's a lot of tools out there that that distract the salesperson from doing what's often the most important thing. The most important thing is to communicate with your customer, have a conversation, get to know them, understand their pain points, really, really understand how you can add value to them. And really, to do that, you have to communicate with them. Unfortunately, though, we've got a lot of different choices in terms of how we communicate. We can use the phone. We can use email. There's instant messaging, there's web conferencing, a whole bunch of tools, and sellers spend a lot of time bouncing between those tools and trying to manage how it is they navigate that, those different experiences, and the buyer has a similar challenge. 
So we kind of looked at the problem and said, why don't we aggregate all of that into a single solution? If we do that, we can save the seller time because they do everything from the same place. We can also give the buyer a better experience. So it's really about how do we increase active selling time by allowing the seller just to focus on the communication aspect of what they need to do with their customer. And we think that's where the real value is. That's where you get your, where you develop the relationship and everything that you build on really comes from that communication foundation. And we're just about making it easier. You have to go to less places and, and uh, really focusing in on that as being really important. Well, and I think so. I think it, what you're saying is important, but I think it even gets a little level deeper that, that you know, 98% of the sales managers and sales sales operations people we talk to don't really sort of think about and therefore don't prioritize. And so it's not just having the right communication tools. You have to increase the flow and the efficiency of how reps use them. I and mean, you can introduce to a sales floor, you know, five different tools that that, that individually and together create better communication, but if you have to toggle back and forth between those different systems, if those systems don't talk to each other, if there isn't continuity in not only how reps execute, but in sort of the progression of messaging and story that those that those uh, tools allow for the rep and for the buyer, you you not only, you know, might be failing to reach the, the value prop and the efficiency, it might actually be counterproductive. You might be slowing your team down, ironically, using tools that are meant to provide greater efficiency and productivity. Absolutely. You know, there's only so many so many things that they can deal with at any one time. So as you start to integrate and aggregate the experience, a lot of interesting things start to happen. One is they obviously get to spend more time actually communicating, but then you get to start to have interesting sort of conversations internally about what's working and what's not working because as you improve consistency in terms of the tools you're using, you also improve the consistency of the data that you get out. So we, for example, take all of the data that we get in terms of buyer behavior and we synchronize that, you know, seamlessly into Salesforce or your CRM system. So we're getting better data into the, into the CRM system while at the same time not needing the rep to do it. The system does it on their behalf. So the whole, there's this kind of this, this very positive feedback loop that starts to happen. You get to spend more time thinking about the customer, communicating with the customer, giving everybody better experience, and then the data you start to get out of it starts to become more useful. You can do much more insightful analysis of what messaging is working, what messaging isn't working, why did this deal close and that deal not close, and you can just get much more quantitative in how it is you operate. So the, the benefits just start to compound on each other. Well, and what, and what's cool about your story is, is not only, I think, you know, have you, have you, you know, built a lot of this important nuance into the product, but you're also eating your own dog food. I mean, as your as your business grows, as you guys you know bring on new clients, you've got a sales team that is using Telewise as its communication tool. What are some of the things you've learned by managing that? Uh, you know, by watching what your team does, by managing those efforts, both related to using Telewise, but also just you know related to communication with with today's busy prospects in general. Right. That's a great great point. We're absolutely our first and, and best customer in terms of driving. Um, innovation to the product and everything else that we need to do. You know, and such a such a big thing with with working with buyers today is about immediacy. You know, we're we're overloaded with information, um, um, attention. You know, we're in this attention oriented economy. We sometimes call it. And what we're able to do is, as we're sharing content with customers, we know via the platform exactly when they're interacting with it, what content they're interacting with, and we can actually start to instant message with them as they're reading that particular white paper or whatever piece of information they might have. And then we can ratchet up the, the communication channel. So there's the immediacy of being able to interact with the customer 
when they're thinking about your solution, which is which is a wonderful thing, you're not interrupting them um, necessarily with a call. They're reading your they're reading your content. You instant message with them. Very low friction. If the conversation or the instant message is progressing well, you could move it up to a call if you want and do it all within the same ex- experience. So the, the key thing for the buyer today, you know, they're doing their research. They're engaging. You want to engage with them when they're thinking about your solution and finding ways to sort of do that because they are overwhelmed otherwise. So if you can do that well, um, there's lots and lots of you know quantitative data out there that shows how you can improve conversion rates when you do that. So we absolutely practice some of those. You know, I think you know as great as a lot of these tools have become. I mean, one of the things I fear is that our accessibility to prospects and our ability to engage with prospects on multiple channels implies a level of interest that some prospects don't yet have. And so I think being able to use these tools to, to get engagement is great, but it's still, I mean, talk quickly here before we had to break, you know, talk a little bit about what that means in terms of, you know, still having a customer-centric, outcome-oriented storyline built into these tools that is that really is the backbone and the foundation of driving that engagement that you want as a sales professional. Absolutely. When we think about a customer and being customer-centric, we kind of think of a hierarchy of communication channels to work with them. Some are more invasive than others. Email is pretty lightweight, and then you can sort of move up from there. When you get to sort of a phone call and asking people for their time, that's a pretty invasive thing, and there's got to be enough value there for them to actually commit to that. So we introduce interesting ways to build and start to build that relationship before you even maybe ask for that call. So, for example, getting into being able to instant message, which is very lightweight, very simple with the customer. Um, we have a pretty high engagement rate. It's about 30%. Um, before you even move into the call is a very powerful thing to do. So there's obviously modern approaches you can do to, to help build the relationship. And as you build the relationship, you can get more sort of intimate in terms of how you use the communication channels to go deeper. I think a lot of sellers need to understand that. You, you know, you need, you need to appreciate the fact that you start with nothing, build, and as you build, you can, you can ask for more and more as the relationship evolves. But don't go right for the, the, the you know, the touchdown right away. Talking to Conrad Bayer today, uh, co-founder and CEO of Tellwise. If you want to learn more about Tellwise, uh, you check them out at T-E-L-L-W-I-S-E dot com. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we'll talk a little more with Conrad about what he sees in the sales uh, productivity space and the tech space going into 2016. Uh, we'll want to have him share some examples of some of the things that he's seeing uh, some of his customers doing uh, with the platform and how they're integrating uh, other tools uh, into that mix as well. Uh, so stick around. We've got a lot more coming up. You're listening to Sales Pipeline Radio. Whether you're producing a seminar series, user's conference, lunch and learn, or exhibiting at a trade show, Validar has a solution. From capturing leads at trade shows to managing on-site registration, tracking session attendance, gathering information, and providing sponsors lead retrieval, we have a full suite of solutions for you. Since 2005, Validar has been turning corporate events and trade shows into better business. Call 888-784-2929 or visit us at Validar.com. The Vanilla Group, Inc. is the only firm that delivers telebased lead generation programs exclusively for enterprise technology providers. They achieve results five times higher than industry standards for outbound lead generation based on the research published by implementing their unique Telesales 2.0 methodology. The Vanilla Group is an award-winning leader in this space, and they get results like no other firms. The Vanilla Group supports firms from Fortune 500 companies to startups. To learn more, visit buildpipeline.com or call 888-335-2000. 
888-335-0340. That's 888-335-0340. And now back to Matt and his guest. Thanks very much. Uh, we're here with Conrad Bayer, the CEO and uh, co-founder of Tellwise. And you know, one of the things you know that I've been particularly impressed with uh, Conrad is just just how flexible this platform is. I use it myself. I'm a sales team of one, uh, and, and honestly, I'm I'm not just using it for prospecting. I use it for a variety of communication with people in my network, with partners. Uh, it helps me prioritize follow-up. It helps me engage with the people that are that are ready for engagement. Um, you know, the, and I think we were talking about sales uh, productivity before. I mean, sometimes those little bumps in productivity. I mean, moving from 25 to 30 percent productivity. You know, knowing exactly which prospects are engaged and which prospects are are ready for a conversation to increase the likelihood you're going to get them on the phone and have a direct line of communication right now. Important. Got a number of great customers, and I know F5 Networks here in Seattle has been a good one. And I've been particularly impressed with the way that Paulito runs uh, the F5's inside sales team in North America. I'm particularly impressed at how they are integrating Tellwise with other systems and database tools to really sort of hone in on their productivity. Can you talk a little bit about what they've done and what's made them kind of so special as a sort of an early adopter and leader in this space at this point? Yeah, they've been a, they've been a wonderful customer, and, and Paul is a, is a visionary in the, in the space in terms of building out um, you know, a modern inside sales team. And one of the most important things about inside sales nowadays is it's becoming a very data-driven, sort of quantitative, almost scientific operation, right? It's really understanding uh, not only the performance of your team and, and sort of the number of dials and number of emails and those sorts of things that you're sending, but also starting to understand the engagement from the customer side. So Paul has had a, a lot of vision in terms of, of creating a very, very seamless workflow for his team, and, and we're very honored to be a key part of that workflow that starts in his team working in, in, their, in their list generation tools. They work with, uh, with tools like uh, Rain King, in, Inside View, where, where they're able to research the prospects they want to work with. Tellwise can then come in and actually start their campaigns directly from those tools. We have some interesting integrations that allows them to start immediately there. And again, just focus on delivering the right value proposition to the prospects that they're working with. And then we will do all of the synchronization of creating new contacts in the sales force and synchronizing all of the activity that then happens with those, with those contacts as the, as the relationship sort of progresses. The key thing for Paul was my reps need to spend time in multiple tools. They need to spend time in the list tools, Salesforce, email. All of these various tools deliver the communication story that we want to deliver. And Tellwise just sews all of that together. So it's a single platform that then they focus on. Uh, they do it directly from Outlook, actually. So we have an Outlook integration where they can drive these campaigns directly from Outlook, dial directly from Outlook. Um, they can do everything they need to do all from that one simple interface. And for him, that's driven a lot of productivity, but it's also started to give him much better data, again, in terms of what his customers are actually doing, what's his engagement rates, and which is then helping his forecasting situation. His forecasting can now be much more data-driven in terms of buyer activity and buyer behavior rather than solely the opinion of the seller. So it, it introduces a whole lot of new uh, new conversations into the organization and, and better product, and better predictability. So that's been a wonderful organization to work with. And I mentioned uh, just real quick, you know, for our, our calendar of uh, Sales Pipeline Radio guests here coming up, we've got a, a great lineup as we head into 2016. Our next live show is actually going to be January 7th. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off. January 7th, 2016, we're going to be featuring Jim Keenan, who's been in the uh, in the sales consulting space for a long time. 
Uh, he runs a company called A Sales Guy Consulting and just published a new book called Not Taught. And it's the, his lessons learned, in some cases, the hard way of how to be successful in sales and in business that you don't hear, don't get a business school, don't hear from others. And uh, if you know Jim, you know he is a unique voice. Uh, and he has a lot of very important things, I think, to say that you know sometimes come across as controversial. But uh, I have yet to learn something from him that isn't important as doesn't impact my business in some way. So definitely make sure you check us out uh, here in a couple of weeks when we get into the new year. Conrad, we're talking again with Conrad Bayer from uh, Telewise today. You know, Conrad, let's talk a little about 2016. Let's talk about, you know, the, the increasingly complex world of sales technology. And I know you, like us, get a lot of questions from companies that are trying to make sense of the landscape, trying to make sense of what is now literally over 3,500 sales and marketing technology tools. And I think in many cases, it's really easy for the tail to wag the dog uh, for companies to sign up for and, and, and get excited about certain technology and not really have a plan to implement it, uh, not really do think, do enough work to to roll it out, to reinforce it, to make it a core part of your of your behavior. What are some of the, the questions you hear from the market and what are some of the recommendations you give people in terms of how to prioritize and make decisions and then successfully launch the right components of their sales technology stack? Yeah, that's a great uh, that's a great question, a great conversation. In fact, it's one of the very first things we we get to when we talk to any new customer. It's it's about talking about you know, what are your priorities for for 2016. Let's understand those a little bit more. What are some of the impediments to you reaching those those objectives and, and goals? I mean, that always you know raises up all kinds of interesting conversation. You know, typically everybody struggles with pipeline. You know, keeping the pipeline healthy, et cetera, et cetera, and then all the way through to obviously to close. You know, every sales manager on the planet year over year gets a, a lovely revenue increase that they need to deliver. They often don't get headcount associated with that. They have to perform some, some magic. So we spend a lot of time talking about, you know, they, they need to close more business. This is kind of universal stuff. And the questions we get is, you know, what technology do we need to use to help us to do that? And you kind of say, well, stop. What's the most important thing for you to deliver new net new revenue for your business? And it turns out the answer is typically – we need to talk to customers more. We need to have a conversation. We need to understand and add value to an organization. And that all comes through communicating. There's tons and tons of technology out there that's going to analyze this or you know the various widgets that'll that'll do various things. But what you really need to focus on is get my sellers more conversation time with my customers. What technology is going to help us to do that? There's various ways of getting the more active selling time, that's a good thing by optimizing in a variety of areas. But they really need to focus on technology to get them communicating with that customer, understanding that communication, getting more analysis about what's working and not working, and then building from there. So we, we kind of go back to basics. We say, look, how much active selling time do you have? How are you using that active selling time in terms of how you're communicating? And that's what we need to focus in on. So I love your answer to that. And I think it's amazing how many people are looking for these giant leaps of productivity. They're looking for, you know, the silver bullet, uh, the, the one system or the one tool or the one strategy that's going to come in and just transform their results. I have never seen that, despite the fact that that is clearly some kind of a purple unicorn uh, from a distant land. <laughs> never fine. I, I, we continue to look for those. And I think it's what you're describing is, is, is a much more realistic, a much more attainable uh, strategy, which is look for the incremental gains that are going to, over time and over the, you know, and across your entire sales organization, give you very material increases in productivity, give you the opportunity to engage 
you know, more prospects, like you said, and simply having a few more conversations a day across 20 selling days of the month, across how many sales reps you have, that makes a very material difference without hiring new salespeople, without spending right. money on new leads. And so the ROI in that gets pretty interesting pretty quickly. Absolutely. And there's, there's some side benefits that you just start to have as a result of that. To sell your product, you know, you really got to be a leader in the industry. There's a variety of ways of doing it. You might do it based on cost and other things. But realistically, if you want a long-term business, you got to be a leader in the industry. And the way you do that is by really understanding it. And I talk about becoming, I'm a student of my customers' problems. Um, and while I, I get value in each individual relationship in terms of understanding their challenges, I also get an aggregate benefit because as I talk to 10 customers, and I talk to 10 different problems, there's often common patterns between them, and I build on that, and I use that information, say when I'm talking to customer one, I can say to customer two, hey, we're working with this customer over here, this is how they solve that problem. My value proposition gets stronger and stronger every time I have those kinds of conversations. So on an individual level, absolutely you're getting better, but overall, across all of your customers, you're gonna get a whole lot stronger as well, and it all just comes down to being a student of your industry, a student of your customer's problems, and then you build from there. Awesome. So first of all, I want to thank Conrad Bayer uh, from Tellwise for joining Sales Pipeline Radio today. If you want to learn more about Tellwise, you can go to www.tellwise.com. That's T-E-L-L-W-I-S-E. Uh, if you are new to Sales Pipeline Radio, first of all, where the heck have you been? Uh, se- uh, second of all, we'll give you a little break. This is only episode number three. But if you want to catch up on our first couple episodes, you can just go to salespipelineradio.com. We have all uh, current and all future episodes archived on the site you can download the episode you can listen live streaming if you want to hang out uh you know at the office and play listen to you know some of our speakers in the past our, our episode number two highly recommend listening to mike weinberg who's written a couple really good books on simplifying sales strategy digging into sales management best practices so definitely check that out salespipelineradio.com thanks again to our guest today conrad bayer from Tellwise. Join us again, our first episode, our first uh, first show of 2016, January 7th, with Jim Keenan, the author of the new book, Not Taught. You're definitely going to want to catch that. If you have not heard Jim speak, he has a unique voice, as I mentioned before, and will be a lot of fun to listen to. Thanks again for joining us today. Have a good rest of your year. Finish up the month, finish up the year, finish up the quarter strong. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to, as always, to Sales Pipeline Radio. You're not just surfing the web. You're riding the pipeline.